Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Stuart Scanlon. And I'm Mark Donovan. And this is the Bad Screenplays Podcast. Me and Mark used to write comedy screenplays and TV shows. Unfortunately, we didn't get anywhere. So we decided to pick through and review other people's efforts to see where we went wrong and have a laugh along the way. Yep, in each episode, I'll send Mark a script. He sends one to me and we read them out totally unseen. Send your screenplays to us at badscreenplayspodcast at gmail.com. All right, so it's me first this week, Mark. And it's your turn, Stu. And you have sent me a script called The Prank Wars. <laughs> the Prank Wars. The Prank Wars. It's going to be a summer hit. <laughs> Sounds. And again, I'm seeing a, a pattern. The um, There's half, half a star. Um, <laughs> um, Reaching for a, the stars. The half are, stars. Right. Well, look, this is where we're finding raw talent, you know, at the bottom. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is what we're going for. Um, this genre is in teen movies. Okay. The Prank Wars. Fade in. Classroom. Daytime. Jack and Dan get ready for the prank. Jack. Just are you prank. ready? The prank. They're ready. They're getting ready. Jack. Okay. Are you ready for this prank, Dan? Dan. Yeah. Mm, what's the plan again? Jack. Okay. Here's the plan. For the thousandth time, Rick will come from the video production room and we'll get him with the silly string. (laughs) Exposition, there you go, setting the stall out nice and early. I like how Dan needed reminding of that plan. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty deftly handed, not like, let's explain the plot in like... 
No, How is the plot going to go away again? <laughs> no, there's a lot of moving parts. Dan. Okay, but why are there people here with cameras? Oh, them? Well, that's a good question. After we spray the silly string in his face, they're going to film this off their phones and send it to YouTube. Good idea. YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. It's a great idea. After Jack and Dan were talking about the plan, some kid was in the video production wait for Rick to be done talking with the teacher. So Rick gets ready to leave, so the boy walks out and... Boy. Quick, get ready. He's leaving any second. Still talking to teacher, but walking out of class. Rick. All right. See you Thursday. Jack and Dan spray silly string all over Rick. Oh, burn. They got you. Success? Prank Success. away. <laughs> Success. Ah. Bet one of them did that. <laughs> ah, man. You ate it. You ate that. <laughs> Jack, and now take that picture, you guys. Oh, if anyone has a video phone, send it to YouTube. A few kids start filming. People laughing and laughing some more. Sounds like bullying. It, it does. To just it pick on like seven or eight people, just picking on some kid and filming them having a, a really bad time. I believe they call that cyberbullying. <laughs> it's the next day now, daytime. Rick thinks of a good prank to get back at Jack and Dan. Oh, he's not leaving this one alone. This is uh, no. tit for tat. Rick's thought. Okay, to really get back at them, send a later, I think I mean letter, to the principal from Jack and Dan. <laughs> Boy, this is good stuff. <laughs> he's really pleased with his efforts, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's delighted with himself. I bet he's just sitting there smiling out the window. His lips are moving. <laughs> At lunch, Rick goes to the library and goes on the computer and types down what kind of letter to the principal. Ah, uh, okay. It's after school. It's the same day. The principal goes into his office. I wonder what he's typed out. Do you think it's something really horrible or something really tame? Hmm. Well, you know me. I'm hoping for the former. <laughs> Some sort of confession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That would be funny, uh, wouldn't it? Uh, it would be very funny. The principal goes into his office. He puts his password in the computer and he checks his mail. Here we go. This is it. Oh, principal. Oh, look. Jack and Dan left a letter for me. I hope it says no pranks forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell uh, the principal knows that Jack and Dan are pranksters then. Uh, that's Jack and Dan for you. You know, they've, they've got a reputation. Oh, yeah. Dear Principal, we hate your stinking guts. You suck as a principal. You don't know what to do half of the time. You are so poor that we can't get any new textbooks. The football team and all the other ones suck too. I wish you would quit your job. Well, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't expecting something that strong. Both barrels, right? Yeah. <laughs> Both barrels in the face. Now, this principal is quite rightly mad. Oh, I better have a talk with the boys tomorrow. In the principal's office the next day. Uh, Judy? Yes, principal, <laughs> sir? Send Jack and Dan to my office. Right on it, sir. I'll will send a proctor to their classroom. Proctor? Is that 
That's American, is it? That's a. Uh, I've got no idea what that means. I bet it's some sort of hall monitor. Yeah. Okay, so they've been summoned. Uh, video production classroom day. Mr. D. Mr. D. Now for this project. Now, I want you to. The proctor walks in and interrupts Mr. D. I'm here to see Jack and Dan, please. What do you want them for? says Mr. D. Actually, the principal wants to see Jack and Dan right away. Okay, they are all yours, says Mr. D. The proctor takes the boys to the principal's office. They're going to get it. Principal, really mad. Yesterday, a reminder, the listener, that he was mad. He's had, a, he's had the, uh, the whole night to stew about this. He's going through the gears. Really mad. Boys, have a seat. Uh, so what do you want? asks Jack. Read this, says the principal. The principal shows the letter that Rick did to blame on Jack and Dan. Prank, I'm guessing that's prank. Jack, wait, you send us up to read a stupid letter? Sassing the principal, damn. (laughs) Jack, principal, very upset. Oh, Jack, just read it. Jack and Dan read the letter. After they were done, Dan had something to say. Wait, I don't remember this at all. Are you sure, Dan? It says your name at the bottom of it. (laughs) Jack, look, we didn't do it at all. I'm mean. We're not stupid. To insult you anyway. Uh, What Jack meant to say was, look, we didn't do it at all. I'm mean. We're not stupid. To insult you in any way, I think that's what so, you meant to say. So the principals received this, you know, particularly like red hot, scathing letter. Yeah, it's it shocked them to the core. And he's got a couple of a uh, couple of jokers denying even writing it now. Well, these guys have I got the know. reputation as as pranks to you know in the mm-hmm. school anyway. So if it if it looks like shit and it smells like shit, probably shit. Probably Jack and Dan, right? I'm going to give you a Saturday school for this. Uh, but we didn't. Uh, zip it. Or I'll suspend you, okay? Says the principal. <sighs> Dan sighs, loud and clear. Later in the day, the bell rings. And Jack and Dan leave their classroom. I can't believe we got into trouble for something we didn't do. Yeah, but wait. I know who did it. Then who? I mean, it's not us, right? Asks Dan. They're not very bright, are they? It sounds yeah. like they could do with a couple of extra Saturdays in school to uh, Actually, brush up a little could. bit. I think principal's doing them a favour, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Um, Jack, right. Uh, then, who did it? Rick. It was Rick. Wait, Rick just said it was Rick? <laughs> He's like, right behind them, it was Rick. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to think it was Rick Sanchez that did this. Um and who did it? Rick. It was Rick. Damn. How come we didn't thought of that, says Dan. Oh, so maybe Rick how just come appeared? I don't thought of it. <laughs> uh, I think the boys are still having their conversation, but that was a I think that's a typo. I like I like to think if you were making this into reality and they're both talking, Rick just like appears and says it was oh. written and disappears, and then it's like, but they don't know he's there, but he, he's telling you it's him. I'd have Rick fun. at the end of the corridor, 
shouting, yeah. it was Rick! <laughs> and then it cuts back down to Dan. Damn, how come we didn't thought of that, Jack? <laughs> Will you know what he pranked us for, right? Dan, no, what was it? What did, what did we do yesterday, he must be thinking. The silly hmm. string, remember? Oh, yeah, now I remember. So what's the idea? Don't worry. He will be so immerse that the whole <laughs> school will laugh at him. Uh, <laughs> what's that trying to say? Embarrassed. He oh. means embarrassed, <laughs> spelt I-N-M-E-B-E-R-S-S. Immerse. The whole school will laugh at him. Like, uh, just, yeah, like word for word, remember? First I draft think the whole school's going to laugh at them two guys for the pronunciation of embarrassed. I know, right? Okay. We're now in the Morning Howl studio. Daytime. Jack and Dan enter the Morning Howl studio with a tape that they're going to put on over the school. So the Morning Howl, is that that, um... Good morning, uh, this like is the principal. Must be. Dan, you got the tape, right? Jack, yes, I do. Okay, the morning howl live. We're on the air. Bobby, in this segment, we will be talking about teens failing their test. Jack goes up to the editor boy, Jake, to tell him to change the segment into the segment that he wants. Jack, whispering, hey, will you show this tape? Jake, no, I don't. Mr. D to fire me off of this Porsche Proche, what the fuck? <laughs> protean. No, I don't. Mr. D to fire me off of this protean. Jack, hers 20 bucks. Jake, um, okay. I will make sure this goes on live, but what should I say to Bobby? Uh, tell him the video is having problems or something like that. <laughs> okay, you got it. No problem. He's easily bought, isn't he? 20 quid. Yeah. Maybe Jake's having a hard time. <laughs> Jake tells Bobby from his mic and tells, Jake, Bobby, we're not going to show kids failing test segment. But why? Uh, pardon the... In this is fucking awful. Pa <laughs> why? Um, pardon the interruption. I have to take this. Jake. The, uh, is he French? Interruption. Pardon the uh, interruption. <laughs> oh, okay. You'll do a French accent, but not a heavy Asian accent. No way. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you look back on us doing a French accent in twenty years and go, "Ooh, you yeah, know, yeah." My kids would be really embarrassed that I did that. Like that guy from the FA. Yeah. Oh uh, God, that was awful. <laughs> so bad. That was so bad. <laughs> Bad. In a discussion about race, he just starts talking like a fucking dinosaur. I know. It's like one of those um one of those old seventies sitcoms. <laughs> uh, off the BBC, you know, where um Okay. Okay, well let's stick with it. The video uh, is having trouble, so we can't um, show it. Just that's the, the line that Jack suggested Jake feeds to Bobby. Let's see if he buys it. Bobby, do you have another video? Uh, well, yes, I do, says Jake. A video? Yeah, so this must be like a television, like the, you know, the Cartman, um, the morning, uh, the morning show thing on South Park, remember, where Eric Cartman, 
They have tokens it, doing the weather. Oh, okay. Oh, like a school news channel, and it like school broadcasts it into channel. the class or something. Yeah, it looks like we we're, we're on the air here with video. Uh, okay, so Bobby quite rightly wants to know. Listen, have you got another video? Yeah, I do. Says Jake. All right. Um, Jake in the control room say that the video is having a problem. Mister D. He's back. Mister D's back. Yeah. What is he doing out there, Bobby? Here is a video for your enjoyment. The video shows an animated Rick dancing around saying things about him. I just think of Rick Sanchez now. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> I'm Rick. I'm stupid. I have no friends. I suck. I poop <laughs> in my pants. I sleep with a bear, not a girl. And I still watch the Wiggles. An actual bear. Uh, bear spelt B A I R. So, it, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sleep with a beer. I sleep with a beer. Uh, and I still watch the wiggles. Mm. I have to say. That's as everybody who's within a couple of feet of a child. Who's your favourite wiggle? <laughs> I'm not at that stage yet, actually, thankfully. I'm amazed Anthony still has the uh, dexterity at uh, <laughs> his his time in life. He's really something else, yeah. Is he in yeah. his advanced years, is he? Oh, uh, yeah, Anthony, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Simon's a prick. Don't, don't, don't go near Simon. Simon Wiggle, the red one. Stay away. Check Simon's hard drive. Everyone. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I didn't specify what Uh, for. I mean, like, make sure, make sure he's got enough space left to it. You're right. Record things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, The whole school starts laughing at Jack's video. How did, they, how did they manage this in one night? They've managed to create a, a deep fake of Rick and dance around overnight. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. They can barely string a sentence together, but they can uh, run advanced facial mapping software. Yeah, they're better at silly string than stringing sentences. <laughs> ah, there you go. The whole school starts laughing at Jack's video. Jack, that video was as woomy. What? awesome he means oh. awesome <laughs> jack that video was awesome yeah i know okay it's lunchtime it's the same day later in the day rick finds jack and dan at the lunch tables i can't believe you did that says rick yeah that forgetting us a saturday school from that letter that you did <laughs> well if i didn't do that letter you shouldn't spray me with silly string retorts rick he's got a point will i mm, i got nothing out of nowhere the principal jumps up and said boys my office now oh no okay oh no we're over in the principal's office so boys what's up with this prank wars thing got it the script's called prank wars and there it is principal rick goes first Will, it started out when Jack and Dan sprayed silly string all over me, which I watched that video that was on YouTube and your video got a good rating. Jack, really? That did Will? Rick, (laughs) yeah, it did. Anyway, then that letter that Jack and Dan send, I did. You did? Asks the principal. Yeah, I did, says Rick. Principal, well... Boys, I'm sorry what happened. It's okay, says Dan. And then... Why is the principal sorry? 
Well, because I think he, the principal punished the boys with Saturday, and Rick just fessed up. Ah, uh, okay, I see. Right? It's 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 quite layered here. This um this part of the script is there's lots of subtext and subplots going on. So yeah, yeah. tying up all the loose ends towards the end. Right. Just bringing it all together. It's okay. Forgive Stan. Rick then says. And then they showed that video of an animated me dancing. Yeah, says the principal. I kind of figure it out. So I'm both giving you a Saturday school for this prank war. I I like to think he uses air quotes there. Now go back to your class. The boys got up and head back to their classes. Rick. Hey, Jack, Dan. Yeah? Yeah? Says Jack and Dan. Look. Sorry what I did to you guys. Hmm. I will see you at Saturday school. Yeah, whatever, says Jack. Dan. So what are you going to do with this video of animated Rick? Jack. Oh, send it to YouTube. I want to get two of my movies of Rick on there. The end. <laughs> He's not giving up, is he? Fucking no. Hell. No. So Rick apologises. I think Rick's definitely like the one who comes out of this worse than anyone. He he gets he gets done by these two clowns, yeah. retaliates in in a in a more of a sort of pen is mightier than the sword way. I would say right. He's, he's not being physical or trying to harm them or anything. And then um, and then they come back with something absolutely brutal, like animate a, a video of their mate overnight with seemingly no resources. And then Rick apologises. Fucking hell. So yeah, I agree. I think. Uh... Rick won the prank wars if there if there was a winner. Yeah, Rick's got more but, uh, for a more of a cerebral approach, didn't he? And tried right. to sort of destroy the future, <laughs> which I feel was a little bit more uh, I don't know more of a deep cut. What was that at South Park where it goes back and forth, back and forth, and eventually Cartman does something so like horrible. Doesn't he grind someone up into chili and feed he, it to he them? He puts someone's parents into chili and makes makes them eat, they can eat the chili, doesn't he? Scott Malcolm, Scott, Scott, Scott Tenerman. Scott Tenerman. Yeah. That's right. It's like uh. a double cross thing, and then it's like what you don't realise, and then what you don't realise is you're actually eating your parents grounded to chili. I love that. It just goes back and forth, back all these little pranks, and I yeah. got you, I got you. Yeah. yeah, but now you're eating your dead parents, so I don't know where that came from, but very good, very good. The half star afforded to this screenplay is generous. Yes. I feel like it'd be massively improved just by running a spell check on it. <laughs> I think that'll bump it up to two stars or possibly even three. Grammar is important. I think we learned this lesson. Grammar is very important when you write your, uh, write your screenplay. So yes. Do check. Do read your screenplay out loud or wow. give it to us to read out loud, preferably. Okay, very good. Nice one. That was the Prank Wars. Prank Wars? Does that mean it's my turn? It's your turn. You write a letter to your principal About two boys in this town Who spread you with Silly string Now you're living in a prank war So, Stu has sent me a screenplay called Dead Man's Watch. A bit more of a serious affair than Prank Wars. Was it a horror? Yeah. Mm. 
So I wonder if it's... I've just read the first line. <laughs> I think that's what hooked me in. It's actually quite well written, so we'll, um, we'll enjoy this one. Mm. Yeah. Fade in. Internal. Restroom. 24-hour supermarket? Question mark, question mark. Timmy Pilgrim is taking a shit. That's a fantastic way to start a film. Just like... <laughs> You got the credits, you got the trailers, credits, like to go down, everyone's waiting, yeah. <laughs> someone having a shite. Riding porcelain in a stall of a ubiquitous supermarket. He's an awkward looking employee, late 20s, his face contorts, reddens as he plops the tear into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> toilet flushes, Timmy stands up, wipes, I mean, you know. I feel like I'm in the room with him. Yeah, I do, you know, I really do. Zips. Tucks his shirt in, he stiffens, alerted by something nasty smearing the tail end of his work shirt. Oh, man. Restroom sink, moments after. He's just shit himself. Shit on his clothes. More of a comedy. It's funny than the comedy we just read. Um, foamy suds are massaged vigorously into a brown stain, haunting the tail end of Timmy's shit. Timer pings, out of time. Water quits. Timmy waves his hand over the spigot frantically. Water kicks back on. Internal, 24-hour supermarket, late day. Timmy stacks paper towels on an end cap, serenaded by overhead contemporary music. Timmy winces. Ouch. Paper cut on his ring finger. Shopper's brows. Lisa, a fellow employee, storms up. Lisa, miffed. Dole wants to speak with you in the back. Timmy, I like your new haircut, Lisa. He's not really. He's not catching Lisa's mood, is he? Nah. Lisa gives Timmy the bird as she walks out of view. This is American, isn't it? Giving someone the bird. Yeah. I always thought that was a British thing, giving someone two fingers. Oh, is it flipping sorry, the bird? Finger? Is middle finger flipping the bird? Yeah. It's definitely two fingers. It's definitely a British thing, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, no, I've seen, no you know where that comes from? Is it not an, um, an archer thing from 100 years ago? Exactly right. Yeah, it's the archers saying, these are my fingers. It was first... Um, Spoke about on the archers, <laughs> the archers, the archers, Jeffrey Archer. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, or a mixed bag. Goodbye. <laughs> Wonder how many Alan Partridge quotes we can shoehorn into every episode of this. I know. There's <laughs> an Alan Partridge quote for every situation. By the way, I've I've tried it and it works. Anyway, <laughs> uh, internal office, twenty-four hour supermarket, late day. A cinder block office cast in ugly fluorescent lighting. A desk, file cabinet. A company whiteboard marked in stats and schedules dons the wall. Dole, a middle-aged store manager, sits perched behind the desk, key clacking pertinence into a computer. Getting all wordy, isn't getting mm. alliteration and key clacking. Someone's pertinent. read his thesaurus. I think so. Timmy stands in the office doorway. Timmy, heard you wanted to see me. Dole, pointing to the chair. Take a seat there for me, would you, Tim? Timmy, it's Timmy, but that's cool. It's only been three weeks. Sitting. I took the liberty of finishing stocking those end caps for Lisa, with her being so busy on her personal cell phone all day long. I figured I'd step up and perform her required tasks for her. Ooh. By the way, oh, and Herbert's looking for someone to cover his AM shift. I told him not to worry, I'd totally cover it. So, rear brackets now rambling. We'll go ahead and do the paperwork and that. I need the extra hours. Plus, got maintenance stopping by my new apartment in the morning. Rodents. Who knew I'd have roommates? So now, I won't have to be there for that. And listen, just so you know, I don't in any way intend this to be a stopgap job. I'm committed. Here to make an impression. A current... And he's cut off. Dole. 
shut up. I gotta let you go. Oh, I was getting the sack. Timmy, <sighs> go away. Unbelievable. Timmy was given everything. Extra yeah. shifts, needs the money, not a stopgap. And then no, Doll you, just... You saving toilet doll. paper by wiping his ass on his work shirt. Backlot <laughs> <laughs> uh, of 24-hour supermarket day. Timmy booms out of the backlot door, looks bereft, agitated. He straddles a crappy-looking mountain bike park nearby. As Mr. Poopy Shirt pedals away on his bicycle... <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. A sudden clap of thunder. I wish I'd just made that up. Torrential downpour. He's in the rain. He's just being sacked. He's got rats in his house. He's got shit on his shirt. He's got... Timmy is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's time. not looking good. He's painting a good picture so far. External side road pedalling home in the rain. A mile stretch linking two developing subdivision. Two lanes surrounded by pseudo-rural farmland. Timmy pedals, downtrodden, waterlogged. Gusting winds whip rain about, coaxing more misery out of Timmy. Thur whack. A metal raindrop pelts Timmy in the face. A metal raindrop. A metal raindrop? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fantastic name for a prog band. Yes. Yeah. Timmy yelps, hands clutch face. He careens down a step embankment, smashing mountain bike into the fence post. Timmy, exasperated. Great. Re-busted tyre. Fantastic. Timmy lumbers up the embankment, jerking his bike along with him when he happens upon a glint of a relic-like wristwatch with etchings on it. Maybe this is the dead man's watch. Oh, hello. Dead man's watch. Timmy scoops it off the gravel for closer inspection. Looks old. Wet. Glass face bristled in cracks. Needs a good cleaning. But otherwise, looks pretty cool. Timmy, cool watch. Watch slaps around wrist. Buckles in place. Downpour stops. Bird's chair. A rainbow. A car passes, brakes grind, car skids to a stop, then rolls in reverse for Timmy. Passenger window rolls down. A sexy stripper calls out. Want a ride? Timmy, no, I've been meaning to walk more often. Keeps me fit. Sexy stripper. Yeah, but you're drenched. I'm just sweating from the workout. Sexy stripper, playfully. Don't be a moron and get in. Timmy, what about me bike? Trunk pops open. External street. Honey glow of sunset. Sexy stripper hands Timmy his cell phone back. Her info now saved into it. And with a flirty peck on Tim's cheek. Sexy stripper. It'll be my treat. Okay, so don't forget to call me first. She drives off. Timmy with a renewed skiff in his step. Crosses for his apartment building. His eyes lock around the $20 bill sitting abandoned like flotsam atop of seagrass. Very descriptive, this guy. He is. Uh, so things are looking up for our Timmy... Since that yeah, watch indeed. snapped to his wrist. Internal mini-mart. Moments after, Timmy purchases a microwave dinner. Some candy. Soda. Timmy to cashier. An instant lotto scratcher. One dollar. No, two dollar one, please. Thank you. As lucky day Timmy speaks, he flaunts the twenty dollar bill. Internal Timmy's drab apartment. Night. Timmy's kitchen. Jolly as a June bug, Timmy prepares his microwave <laughs> dinner. I wonder what he's eating. Mac and cheese. Huh? That's what I reckon. He waits for the ding, his cell phone brings into cell phone. Hello? Man's voice, voiceover. Hi, Mr. Pilgrim. I'm Clark Gibson of Walton and Gibson. I recently received your resume and would like you to come in tomorrow and interview with me about our regional sales manager position. Just being upfront with you, but it appears you have a shoddy work history and your experience seems lacking, 
But I got a good feeling about you. About this. Off Timmy's wristwatch. Dot, dot, dot. Timmy's bedroom. Later on. Timmy undresses. Remembers the instant lotto scratcher. He looks at his wrist, then makes a wish. Rubbing the face of the wristwatch as he wishes. He scratches at the lotto ticket, unveiling beneath a metallic glaze. Wild cherry. Doubler. Wild cherry. Wild cherry. Prize. $2,500. We have a winner. Is that a roll, Timmy? Timmy whoops and hollers pure elation. He's now five grand richer. Five grand? It was 2,500. Uh, <laughs> He's counting his chickens, oh. this guy. Oh, you got the doubler. Wild cherry, oh. doubler, wild... That must be a thing. Right? Okay, I see. I get it now. Written by it. someone who plays a lot of scratch cards, I would imagine. <laughs> I think so, yeah. New ones. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Light bulb moment. My lucky watch. He slips it off his wrist and pops it atop the nightstand. Like it's the holy grail of wristwatches. He steps back to bathe in its presence. A cracking pop. Timmy drops to the floor wearing a heavy ceiling fan like a ball cap. A rat topples out of the hole in the ceiling left over by the ceiling fan. Skitters off. So he's back to his shit life now. <laughs> Internal. Timmy's front door. Early next morning. Knock, knock. Someone's knocking on Timmy's front door. <laughs> yep. I think Timmy. so. Maintenance. OS. Garden view. Maintenance here to perform a work order. Knock, knock. Followed by an ominous silence. Commotion wafts in from the outside door. Then, knock, knock. Deadbolt clacks unlocked. Door pops open. Frank, 30s, maintenance worker, scans the room. Yellow, maintenance here to sip bait. I don't know what that means. Oh, he's, he's um, this is the rat guy, right? The rat man's here. Sip bait, to, to lay bait down on the floor for the rats. <laughs> Sounds of a refrigerated door popping open, then shuts. Eventually, Frank moseys in, chugging a can of soda. He shrieks at the sight of Timmy's crumpled corpse. Head He's smashed dead. beneath the ceiling fan. He's dead. What oh. the fuck? Frank blanches, yaks, then bumbles to dial into 911. Frank hyperventilating. Yeah, I work maintenance over at Garden View Apartments. Yes, off street and wise. I need to report an incident, possibly an accident, definitely a fatality. Listens. <laughs> then, a ceiling fan fell on some dude's head. I don't know how. Okay, I'll meet him out front. Frank hangs <laughs> up, turns out to leave. When a glimmering object tickles its fancy, a wristwatch popped atop Timmy's nightstand. Frank gravitates towards it, fascinated, scoops it in his hand. Cool watch. He slaps it around the wrist. The winning scratcher flitters to the floor, face up. Frank's eyes light up, thrilled. Now five grand richer. The end. You went for a pool and you got it on your shirt. You got a crack job and they treat you like dirt. You got a phone number from a beautiful girl. You died in your undies after winning five grand. It's just a dead, a dead, deadly watch. That was, that was fun. That's it. Mystical watch. You put it on. You get good luck. The second you take it off, you're doomed. So that watch is just like finding its way through life, just like jumping from person to person, killing them, yeah. making the death rate rise by giving <laughs> people nice things for a while. And yeah, well, at least they're dying happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a good way to go. Ceiling fan to the head. I suppose it's quick. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. That was fun, Sue. Good choice. Enjoyed that. That was nicely written. That was nicely written. If you'd like us to read out something you've written, do send it in to us at badscreenplacepodcast at gmail.com. And remember that all scripts remain anonymous. Thanks again to everyone who sent in scripts for us to read. A special thank you to Andrew Donovan for artwork used on the podcast and to ACAST for all their support to make this podcast happen. 
Check back every Friday for new episodes. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.